Well, it's that time of year again in Odyssey when autumn sneaks in, night comes more quickly, and the leaves burst into glorious colors and fall all over my yard. <laughs> Now, where is that thing? Oh, oh, there's my snow shovel, uh, my inflatable raft, my solar hedge trimmers. <laughs> Never could get them to work on a cloudy day. Oh, sorry, the garage is such a mess, but... Oh, oh, wait a minute. There it is. I've been looking all over for my rake. <laughs> Perfect. Now, there's only one more thing I need to find. The door. Oh, hi there. I was just working on one of my inventions here. I'm John Avery Whitaker, but you can call me Whit. And this is Odyssey. Hey, let's see if this thing works. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold it. Okay, so it needs a little more work. But that's the exciting part, because you never know what you'll discover along the way. Oh, don't take my word for it, though. You can find out for yourself when you come along on today's Adventures in Odyssey. Chris here again, and I don't know about you, but I love fall, especially here in Odyssey. There's a crispness in the air, colors in the trees, and the anticipation of some very special holidays. For instance, on today's adventure in Odyssey, we're going to learn the truth about a day called Halloween and discover some, well, creative ways not to celebrate it. Yes, you heard it right, but you'll have to listen all the way through today's adventure to understand. Hold tight, and we'll get started right after this. I love breaking On calendars all over the world, people have marked October 31st as a day called Halloween. Well, there are some people who don't like it very much, and Mr. Renfield is one of them. In fact, he's talking to some of the church elders about it right now. Let's find out what's going on. All right, all right, folks, folks. Now listen, this is supposed to be an elders meeting, not a national debate. Now, have we come to some agreement, or are we just blowing around a lot of hot air? Uh, Tom? Go ahead, Mr. Renfield. Well, it seems to me that we're missing the whole point of why I asked to meet with you gentlemen. Well, we must be, because frankly, well, <laughs> I don't remember what the original point was. <laughs> well, we were discussing what to do about Halloween. Uh -huh. I don't understand what the problem is. Yeah. Well, I believe it's time for the church to take a stand. Every year, Halloween comes and goes, and we treat it as if it's something harmless. Well, for a lot of people, it is. Is it? How can it be? How can we call something that promotes witchcraft and makes light of demon worship harmless? <laughs> It's a slap in the face of all we as Christians believe. So, so then, what are you recommending, Mr. Enfield? Well, as elders in this church, I think it's time for you to tell our congregation not to have anything to do with Halloween and what it symbolizes. I'm going to do it as a parent, but it means so much more coming from the church leadership. Well, what does that mean in practical terms now, Mr. Renfield? Hmm. We should recommend that the parents not do anything. That's the whole point. We don't want them letting their kids dress up in witches and ghost costumes or going door to door getting candy. Now, we've all seen in the papers about apples with razor blades or brownies with drugs in them. Hmm. We don't want to do anything that might glorify Halloween. 
It's of the devil, and to the devil it can go. All right, all right, now, now let's stick to the point. Uh, Pastor, what do you think? Well, in principle, I agree with Mr. Renfield. Now, we as a church must take a clear stand about the symbols of evil in our society. But then again, I don't want to overreact. I think we should pray together about it and consider what the Lord has to say. A good idea. All right, gentlemen, let's all bow our heads for prayer. Well, it sounds like I missed all the fun. <laughs> you sure did. I wish you'd have been there. Now, if they wouldn't call the elders meeting at the last minute like that, I could have rearranged my schedule. As it was, I let Connie have the night off so she could study for a test. Well, makes no difference now. You heard the pastor's sermon about it. Yes, it was interesting. You know, I've never heard him preach about Halloween before. Mr. Whitaker! Hi, Brad. Well, excuse me, Tom. Uh, what are you kids up to? We want to talk to you. Talk to me? Oh, sounds serious. <laughs> Did I do something wrong? No, but we figured Hold you... it, Leonard. We said I'd do all the talking. I was... I was just warming him up for you. Well, thanks, Leonard. I'm as warm as I need to be. What's up, Brad? A bunch of the kids at church asked me to talk to you. Everyone's really bugged about this whole Halloween thing. Oh? What Halloween thing? Our parents heard the pastor's sermon about ignoring Halloween this year. They don't want us to do anything. They won't let us go out or dress up or... Leonard. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Anyway, it's like all of our friends who don't go to church are going to have fun on Halloween, and we can't because our parents said it's... Um, what was that word? Titanic. <laughs> they say Halloween is satanic. Halloween's not satanic, is it, Mr. Whitaker? Well, uh, <laughs> yeah. Is Halloween satanic wit? Thanks, Tom. Let me make one thing very clear to you kids before I say anything. Whatever your parents have decided they want you to do about Halloween is up to them. And it's up to you to obey them. Now, there's something more important here than whether you have fun or not. Your parents are God's guardians over you, and it's not my place to argue with them or their beliefs. You got it? See, I told you you'd say that. Leonard. Yeah, I got it, Mr. Whitaker. Now, will you tell us about Halloween? Well, Halloween began as... Well, come to think of it, I, I don't think it will. Why not? Well, I think it would work out a lot better if you check it out for yourself. But wouldn't it be easier for you to just tell us? Oh, easier maybe, but not the best way for you to learn. I have a number of books upstairs from when I did research about how Halloween began from an encyclopedia I was working on. You're welcome to go through them to see what you can find out. I think you may be surprised. So much for that idea. Come on, Leonard, let's go do it. What? Do you want to be a dummy all your life? Only if I have to. No, you don't. Come on. Well, boys, how's it going? This is pretty weird stuff, Mr. Whitaker. I didn't think a holiday could have so much history. Well, tell me what you've learned. Do you know where the word Halloween comes from? Mm, well, why don't you refresh my memory? It's from the word hallow. Mm -hmm. Like when you see someone on the street and you say, Hello. Be quiet, Leonard. <laughs> it was just a joke. Hello is used in Lord's Prayer, right? Yeah. Uh, hallowed be thy name. Right. So I looked up the word hallow in the dictionary, and do you know what it means? Well, it means holy or something very sacred. Yeah. Then I found out that that's only part of it. 
The word Halloween is a combination of the words hallow and the words even or eve. Like Christmas Eve. Mm -hmm. And what is Christmas Eve? The night before Christmas. So uh -huh. what is Hallow's Eve? The night before Hallow. Now you two have this thing pretty well rehearsed. But that's not all of it. See, back in the Middle Ages, November 1st was the day they called All Saints Day, when the church had a celebration of all the people who had done great things for God. See, it was a sacred day, a hallowed day. I came up with that one myself. <laughs> so, Hallow's Eve was the night before All Saints Day. And because All Saints Day was considered special and holy, they believed that on the night before, all the demons would run wild and try to ruin the next day. They do all kinds of pranks and tricks on the people. That's where tricks and treats came from. Really? Well, maybe, but it's changed a lot since those days. Kind of like wearing costumes. They used to wear costumes? Yeah. They believe that if you wore a costume on Halloween, then the demons wouldn't recognize you and hurt you. Wearing a costume was a way to protect yourself. I think that's creepy. So, I guess Halloween really is bad. Now, is that what you've decided? Yeah, I guess. Well, isn't it? <laughs> well, some people think so. It certainly didn't start out as anything good, did it? No. So our parents are right. We shouldn't celebrate Halloween. Now we're going to miss out on all the fun. And the dressing up. And the treats. <sighs> oh, well. Thanks, Mr. Whitaker. Now I almost wish I didn't ask. I told you it wouldn't help. Oh, cheer up, boys. At least now you understand why your parents don't like Halloween. Yeah, I guess that means something, huh? Well, I hope so. Means something. What's it mean? Be quiet, Leonard. Really? What's it mean, Brad? I got lost for a second. It means that understanding is better than not understanding. Oh. You know, Mr. Whitaker, I was thinking about something. Yes? Well, I understand why we shouldn't celebrate Halloween, but, um, I was wondering, why can't we still celebrate? I <laughs> beg your pardon? I mean, it's just another day, right? It's what you do with it. Well, that's true. You can make it good or you can make it bad. Yeah, even Christmas could be bad if we made it that way. Right. So, what are you thinking? This might be a dumb idea, but why can't we have our own celebration? You know, a party. Instead of celebrating Halloween, we'll turn it into a celebration of good things, like All Saints Day. Hmm, sounds like you're on to something. We could have a costume party. That's a good idea, except all the kids can dress up as characters from the Bible. Well, you could even have it here at Wits End. Could we? That would be great, Mr. Whitaker. Well, you boys talk to your parents about it, and if they say yes, we'll make the arrangements. Yeah! All right. So, you're going to have a Bible costume party here. That's right, Connie. Most of the parents have approved of it, and we started contacting families to invite them. I don't understand what all the fuss is about. It's only Halloween. I mean, what's the big deal? Kids dress up and go out for candy. I never thought it was anything really bad. Well, when you put it like that, it doesn't seem bad to me either, but it's not as simple as that. You know the history of Halloween, right? Yes, Brad gave me a lesson yesterday. Then you know that traditionally it was used for evil. Yeah, but that was back in the Middle Ages. People believed a lot of stupid things back then. We've gotten a lot smarter in 500 years. Have we? I wonder about that sometimes. We may be smarter, but we're not necessarily wiser. Anyway, there's an important principle here. It's the idea of Halloween that's bothering a lot of people. It started out as a celebration of things that are evil, and in many ways it still is. How? Well, think about it. Kids dress up as witches, goblins, and other wicked creatures. 
They walk down streets lined with carved pumpkins that have twisted expressions on their faces. It's a night of ghost stories and pranks and sometimes dangerous acts of vandalism. People and property get hurt. You see, the focus of the night is on things that are bad. Hmm. Well, that's why I think it's a wonderful idea having this get-together, to change the focus to things that are godly. Well, it still seems like a lot of fuss about nothing, if you ask me. Oh, not really. Maybe one of these days it'll make sense to you. In fact, why don't you come to the party and see for yourself? No, thanks. I'm going out with a bunch of my friends from school. Well, that's up to you. But if you change your mind, know that you're officially invited. Thanks. Ah, Mr. Whitaker. Hello, Mr. Renfield. Uh, Connie, this is Mr. Renfield, one of the members of my church. Hi. Hello. Uh, I'd like to talk with you alone, if I may, Mr. Whitaker. Oh, um, I'll go clean up some of the tables. Thanks, Connie. Nice to meet you, Connie. Yeah, likewise. Well, what's on your mind, Mr. Renfield? Well, I wanted you to know that I'm not very happy about this party you're having, Mr. Whitaker. Really? Yes, it's causing an inordinate amount of trouble among the children. My children, for instance, are very upset because I won't let them go. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't think it was anyone's intention to cause trouble. Intention or not, you have. I don't think it was a good idea to begin with, and the problems it has caused for some of us has reinforced this. Now, I spoke with the pastor, and he suggested I talk with you directly, so here I am. What are you suggesting that I do? Well, the best remedy I can think of is to cancel the whole thing. Hmm. Well, I don't know about that. Well, surely you don't want something like this to create unnecessary trouble. Oh, absolutely not. And it shouldn't cause any trouble. Certainly no more than, say, forbidding your children to celebrate Halloween. Oh, good. Then you see it my way. Not exactly. I'm not so sure that canceling the party is the best remedy, Mr. Renfield. There are already a number of parents and children counting on going. I think the best thing to do is to have those people who have doubts about the party come and see it for themselves. If they still don't like it, then we don't have to do one next year. You're asking people to compromise their convictions, Mr. Whitaker. Not at all. My understanding was that people thought that celebrating Halloween is wrong. We're not celebrating Halloween at this party. We're going to celebrate goodness and holiness. Now, if you don't want your children to be a part of that, I understand. You have to do what you think is right. But please don't stop the other families from making the most of it. Now, I don't know about this, Mr. Whitaker. Oh, please, Mr. Renfield, stop for a moment and think about it. There's more to this than just a party. See, I want to teach children that it's not enough to sit around and gripe about evil. We should actively work for good. Here's a very practical way to show them how to turn a negative like Halloween into a positive. We're taking a night that's traditionally used for Satan and turning it into a night to glorify God. It's an important lesson for the kids to learn... Well, for all of us to learn. So you're saying you won't cancel the party? No, sir. Unless you can show me something from Scripture that says this is wrong. Well, I understand. Mr. Whitaker, thank you for your time. Think about it, Mr. Renfield. At least give it a try. Maybe. Goodbye. Bye. Problems with? Maybe. About your party this weekend? Yes. I sure hope it's worth it. Will the Bible party be a success? We'll find out when we continue our adventure in Odyssey right after this. And now the conclusion of today's adventure in Odyssey. 
Whit. Whit. John Avery Whitaker. Oh, hi, Tom. You want some punch? <laughs> Can't you stop serving for just one evening? <laughs> Must be force of habit. Well, I might be mistaken, but I think this party of yours has turned out to be a huge success. Well, I'm glad you think so, but it's not my party. I just provided the building. Brad did everything else. Well, take a look at those kids. They're having a great time. <laughs> I never saw so many miniature Bible characters before. Hi, Mr. Whitaker. Mr. Riley. Brad. Hi, Brad. Or should I say, hello, Moses. You can call me Brad. Well, if you're Moses, where's your staff? Leonard broke it yesterday trying to pole vault over a chair. Where is Leonard? We decided he should come as Lazarus, so we wrapped him up in bandages. That's him standing in the corner. Well, he hasn't done anything all night. Why doesn't he come on out? He can't. We told him he hasn't been raised from the dead yet. It's the quietest he's ever been. The kids have done a good job with the Bible character costumes. I guess it's okay. Samson is having a tough time keeping his hair on. He says it's itchy. <laughs> Sarah can't keep her pillow in place either. Oh, they're cute kids. It was a good idea. It was great the way you told stories about the characters and getting the kids to act them out. Did you notice how well Benjamin Lane did in the Bible drills? That little boy knows a lot more about the Bible than I did at his age. I, uh, I didn't notice the Renfield family around tonight. No, I had hoped Mr. Renfield would, well, change his mind and come. Me too. Well, take heart. I think everyone here believes it was a wonderful idea to have a Bible party instead of celebrating Halloween. Mr. Riley? What? That word isn't allowed in here tonight. Sorry. Anyway... I think it's Mr. Renfield's loss for not coming. He could have at least peeked in to see what it was about. Oh, I wish he had. Oh, hello, Pastor. Oh, it's Tom, Brad. Well, I think you should be pleased with how this evening turned out. You think so? Oh, absolutely. You know, you may have started a new tradition for Odyssey. After this, no one will want to celebrate Halloween again. Shh, that word's not allowed in here. Oh, oh sorry. Well done, Brad. You've done a wonderful job. Thanks, Pastor. Uh, Pastor, have you heard anything from Ed Renfield? I was hoping he'd come tonight. No, but you knew there wasn't much chance of him coming. Everyone has to follow his own personal convictions about something like this. Oh, Mr. Whitaker, it's 9 o'clock. Oh, thanks, Brad. Come on. What are they up to now? There's no telling. <laughs> okay, quiet, everybody. Quiet! Go ahead, Mr. Whitaker. Thanks, Brad. I'm glad all of you could be here tonight. I think the games and costumes have been fun, but now it's time to have a different kind of fun. We're going to sing songs, pray, and spend some time thinking and talking about the reason we're all here. God, the Almighty, the ruler of all there is, including the demons and followers of Satan. As it says in James, even the demons believe and tremble. And Paul told the Thessalonians that the Lord is faithful and he will strengthen and protect you from the evil one. Well, right now, the first thing I'd like to do is have all of the families get together. And if you don't have your family here, that's okay. You can join one of the others. Then I want to go around the room and have each one of you tell why you love God. We're going to focus completely on him. Hi, Connie. Connie, is everything all right? Yeah, it's okay. My tooth hurts a little. How was your Bible party this weekend? Well, all in all, I think it turned out just fine. Kids seem to enjoy themselves, and nobody missed Halloween. But how about you? 
Did you go out for Halloween with your friends? Yeah, but now I wish I didn't. Oh, why not? Well, you know, first we all dressed up in different costumes and went to a friend's house for a party. Uh-huh. I went in Snow White. Oh, <laughs> cute. Yeah, but some of the guys dressed up as gross-looking witches and ghosts, and I didn't like it at all. They started acting really stupid and disgusting. Well, now, that's a shame. And my mom was in a bad mood when I got home because kids kept knocking on the door all night and got rude to her when she didn't have the candy they liked. Oh. And I wound up eating a bunch of it and got an upset stomach, and I hate to say it, but now I think I have a cavity because my tooth's been hurting. Well, you had quite a Halloween, didn't you? I sure did. Well, maybe next year you can come to our Bible party at the church. What? And miss all the fun? All the... F- oh, Connie. Miss <laughs> <laughs> all the fun. <laughs> In the book of Romans, chapter 12, verse 2, it says, Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but be a new and different person with a fresh newness in all you do and think. Then you'll learn from your own experience how God's ways will really satisfy you. That's from the Living Bible Version. You know, just because all your friends do special things on a certain day doesn't mean it's right. Or that you should. If you love Jesus, you'll want to make sure that what you do is pleasing to Him. So the best thing to do is come up with new and different ways to glorify God with what you do. And you know what? I'm sure you'll have a lot more fun, too. Just like they did in today's adventure by dressing up as Bible characters. Well, I've done just about all the raking I need to do. The leaves are sitting in one giant and very comfortable-looking pile. And you know, it seems a waste to put them into trash bags right away. <laughs> I mean, with a running start, I could... Well, why not? Jump out of I love autumn! <laughs> Adventures and Odyssey is a production of Focus on the Family. Today's episode was written and directed by Paul McCusker. Get that leave out of here. Our engineer was Bob Luttrell and Chuck Bolte was our executive producer. And I'm Chris inviting you to join us next time for another Adventure Odyssey. Woo!